Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm joined by writer, actor, and comedian Gil Ozeri to talk about the Netflix show Big Mouth, one of my all-time favorite shows. And I'm taking your calls. Topics include why sex ed is so important and needs to be taught differently, the things we all go through growing up, and let's be honest, are still going through now, top tips for going down on your man, and how to make FaceTime sex super hot. All this and more. Thanks for listening. I love when you love what I love. See, a few months ago, I told you about Foria and their pre-lube oil called Awaken. And I've heard from so many of you who are having amazing results. See, the deal is this. We all carry so much stress, which is the biggest killer of our sex drive. Foria Awaken is an all-natural oil with CBD extract that you massage into your vulva and clitoris to help with relaxation and arousal and can totally enhance sexual pleasure, which means more orgasms, less pain, more lubrication, and basically better sex overall. Foria has been a pioneer in using CBD for sexual wellness purposes. So I'm excited to tell you they've just released a brand new tonic called Basics. Foria Basics is a broad spectrum CBD tonic for daily wellness. It uses the purest hemp extract and 100% organic MCT coconut oil. You just use the dropper to put a small dose into a drink or smoothie or even directly on your tongue, whatever works for you. After about an hour, you'll start to feel the calming effects that can help you shed the stress and get back to intimacy. For your Awaken and Basics don't contain any THC, so there's no high and they're completely legal to order online and ship just about anywhere. I really want you to try Foria and let me know what you think. For more information on all the Foria products, just go to sexwithemily.com slash Foria. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash F-O-R-I-A. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, you can check everything out at sexwithemily.com. Please follow us on social media across the board. It's all at Sex with Emily. And if you haven't heard, you can catch me Monday through Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. on Sirius XM Stars, Satellite Radio, Channel 109 for even more sex talk calls play games. It's a good time. So check it out, you guys. I hope you guys enjoy this interview with Gil Oziri, one of the writers for the Netflix show Big Mouth. If you haven't seen Big Mouth yet, please check it out. It is amazing for, I believe, teenagers and adults and anybody who's ever had sex. So enjoy this episode, guys. Thanks for listening. I want to welcome Gil Oziri. He wrote for a lot of shows you all know, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Happy Endings, including one of my favorites, Big Mouth on Netflix. Hi, Gil. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited that you were able to come in because um, we're all obsessed. Oh, thank you very much. Um, I appreciate it. And I'm very happy to be here. Good. Well, it's great to see you. So for people who haven't seen Big Mouth, how would you explain Big Mouth? Like, um, it's. I would say it's a show about um, some kids who are going through puberty and 
a some of them are having a harder time than others and basically the conceit of the show is that they can talk to their hormone monsters and monstresses um who you know often have uh, direct them as to how to behave um and it's about dealing with that and dealing with puberty and dealing um with all types of things that you sort of deal with around that age around seventh grade exactly it takes you right back it's animation animated animated yes and so first of all it's everything that you know we talk about in the show but it's hilarious but it does take you back to those moments and like the hormone monster to me what a brilliant way to describe to to guys, to boys in seventh grade who don't know why they're getting erections and how awkward that has to be. Exactly. Or for women having their hormone monster, why do you hate your mom? And like, why do you hate everyone and scream and yell? And like, just and your boobs are growing and all the things that happen. And I just thought, this is probably the most brilliant thing I've ever seen about sex ed for kids. And what do you think about parents showing it to their kids? Do you think it, I feel like they should at a certain age. I mean, I, I know some, I've, I've heard both, you know, how awkward it might be to yeah. be watching that, but I hope it can sort of like, you know, straddle both. I think it, the show is for young people too, and also for adults and how to talk to their kids and stuff. And if parents can watch it with their kids and get through some of those like hard subjects, then that, that would be great. That right. would be awesome. Because that's the thing is so many parents always come to me, friends, people on the show, they're like, how do we talk about it? And I know right. I... I had terrible sex ed. I barely, all I remember is some kid raises his hand and said, can you have sex underwater? Like that's literally all I remember and nothing else. And then probably like the fallopian tube. Yeah, I feel like no one ever spoke, like sex ed was really, no one ever spoke to me about that stuff. Especially my parents did not. It was like avoid, avoid, avoid the subject. And you know, part of that leads to, and something that we deal with in the second season of Big Mouth is like shame and, and guilt over this stuff. Um, And just talking about it, you know, it makes it easier to deal with. Exactly. And like, it is true. I mean, and now like, so what I'm doing now for a living is I take calls from people who are still carrying that shame. A lot of us have shame around everything, everything we do, every time we have sex we masturbate we feel bad and so it just it comes and then what I love is on Big Mouth is that it just it shows exactly how that starts you know that you feel one per- just takes one person saying like I can't believe you masturbated or you had an erection right. or her boobs get big and you literally carry I always say that you carry this around for the rest of your life unless you realize that it's normal it's like everyone else there's nothing to be shame you know yeah exactly I mean a lot of this season we we took we started to um listen and read and and watch videos from um people like Brene Brown who talk about like shame and how you know the difference between shame and guilt and like how guilt is like I feel bad and shame is I am bad and how you can sort of turn all these terrible feelings that people put on you on yourself and the only way to sort of really deal with that is to talk about them with your friends um, and talk about them with your parents and and your loved ones um so yeah I mean it to- if I I wish Big Mouth was around when I was a kid, I would you know I, know. I feel like I would be a, a more uh, uh, well adjusted human being. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, because that that one scene in the second season when they're all it's amazing when they're I think you, did you write the final? Episode, I wrote the finale. Right? Yeah, the finale. Yes. Right. Thank. But I wanna. I love uh, the thank finale. you very much. Thank you. That was so freaking. <laughs> well, I, I should say when I say write it, it's also like the writers' I know, room. It's everyone. I know, writes it's it together. everyone. Okay, <laughs> but your name came up first. Right? So what I'm saying is, I was that scene. I literally rewatched it. I was with my boyfriend. I'm like, I do this when I get excited. I'm like, this is fucking brilliant because it's like all the kids are like in the gymnasium. I might even now I might butcher, but they were all, and they're all having their worry, shame about something. Like I'm worried that no one likes me because I said this thing. Right. I'm worried that I was flirting with this girl, or maybe I shouldn't have kissed this boy. 
boy and every single person had like this dark cloud of shame around them right which to me like was just brilliant to show that like all the things that we worry about and as adults we do that as we don't we've all been to parties and have right. things we're worrying about when and we're, we're all susceptible to it too we are all susceptible yeah. it was just a brilliant way of handling oh, it oh I appreciate that yeah. thank you so what else is going on with you um I'm, you know, writing. I just had a kid. Yes, okay. a baby. Congratulations. Thank you what very kind? much. Um, <laughs> a, a good kind. Good. A awesome. sweet kind. Good. She's not a, the, the devil incarnate, is which she? is good. Okay, good. Um, she's sweet. Her name is Nina. She's Aww. very cute. She just started walking. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, that um, changes everything. She likes to move stuff around the house, you know, from one side of the house like to the another. Like the furniture? Or- um, <laughs> actually, yes. She pushes our coffee table that- all over the house. <laughs> <She does. laughs> so, yeah. Um, we so don't want what? it moved, but no. yeah, I know. But I thought maybe she has a pension for decorating. Like, that'd be cool if you found out at one. Um, so, how exactly. has that been? So, you're, how long have you been with your wife? Um, I have 10 years. Or, oh, good. Yeah, at least 10 years. Okay, that's, that's okay. Great. That's good, right? So how's your sex life going now? Um, it's good. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's good. It you know, change after it's, you have a kid. It, oh, yes. That definitely right? affects stuff. Uh, well, there's less time. And I would say that at the end of the day, I'm pretty much exhausted and so is she so <laughs> like to thing. get you know to get it going is a lot harder takes, right it, gets it takes more effort it takes definitely more effort yeah yeah what do you think do you, do you hear about that often about effort and every stuff? single i'm sure day yeah i mean now we're probably going to get a bunch of calls about that which is great because i've only been here three nights but we talk a lot about this because what happens is I think like you have a kid and and people don't tell you this that, that like yeah they don't tell you anything literally nothing <laughs> uh, can you right? can I curse on here or no? Yeah, fuck yes. They don't say jack shit. No. I mean, they don't, I feel like even about the birth process, they didn't tell us anything. And then it's just like, you're, I, I, I just feel like every day I'm like, oh, this is, oh, this is how it is. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like I, I had no idea. Right. So then the thing about when it comes to like, but yeah, parenting, you're exhausted. And then women, they go home from the hospital and their doctor will say like, oh, you'll be good in six weeks. To yeah. Have sex again. Yes. And for so many women, that's just not the case. They still have pain. Things are still healing. Yeah. I don't exhausted. think I don't think I'd be, you know, uh, selling out my or exposing my wife. She's got she has a lot of like foot pain and stuff. Yeah. And like it, it just you don't want to do necessarily anything like sexual if you're right. go if you have like a ton of pain and yeah. no one is like no one told us that that might be a possibility do you yeah. think that's like a secret like someone's holding they don't tell people because they want you to procreate it's really hard but you know it's also the best yeah. thing ever yeah 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 but no it is but I, I think they don't want to scare you right um, once you're pregnant it's not it's just like you don't want to like onslaught right. of like fears and exactly you know. <laughs> your sex life will never be the same yeah but that's not true it will be it'll it'll it'll, it'll come together or maybe it already is but I just think that we don't talk about how women's bodies change and that just that whole process that you know a lot of women we were talking about this earlier they don't even know their own bodies and I'm not saying this I don't know your wife but I'm saying typical for women they don't even know that I was encouraging people because on my Instagram today it's at sex with Emily my Instagram I had this post about women just take a look like take a look at your could you pick your vagina out of a lineup because we don't often don't want to look we're disconnected and we it's just like ah I just I don't want to look it's I don't understand my body. And then you get a baby. Right. You get a human that goes through your own body. <laughs> right. And then a whole human. And then you get your body back. And you're like, well, I didn't know before. Yeah. And now it's like, 
I don't even know. It's what's scary happening. to do, and it's like it's easier to avoid stuff than to actually <laughs> put in the effort. And I right. feel like you know, if you can get over that hump, yeah, um, and just sort of put the practice in, then it, it becomes easier. It but does. It, it is. It's hard to get over that hump. It can it be. Really is. Yeah. Well, I gave you some treats in a little bag here because I think oh, what's sweet. important. <laughs> I didn't even know that your baby was one year old. But but the thing is that I think also as I'm t- to, for couples who are going through this, like I hope it's celery in there, by the way, because yeah, exactly. I'm not giving my child candy. <laughs> We do candy. Oh, okay. Um, but keep it, there's some vitamin balls. I'll eat balls. the candy okay, myself. Good. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, here's some peanut M&Ms too. Okay, good. If you're into that kind of thing. The peanut, it's good. I'll eat the chocolate around it. Okay, I'll, good. I'll give her Got the it. peanut. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, she is that, um, what was I going to say? Is that, oh, the body, that, that, even if intercourse is uncomfortable sometimes or they're not ready yet, that you can still, the intimacy is important. So even if you guys are like mutually masturbating or right. massage. Right, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything you can sort of do to get close. Like it's it's so easy also to like have like a hard day and be like, I'm just gonna totally veg out on my phone <laughs> or I'm gonna like go right to a, 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 you know, a TV show or whatever it is. And if you you just sort of connect for a moment and who knows where it would moment, lead. Yeah. But like if you use that, you know, that moment to connect and say like, I'm going to I'm going to set aside this time for us as opposed to like just checking out. Exactly. You know, then it, it, it makes a huge difference, I think. It does. Just to have that moment, you come home, you put down your phone or like, yeah. you like, you're right. Just that moment you make eye contact. Yeah, because there's nothing you want more than like, you know, especially with a kid. I feel like you're like constantly you have to always pay attention it's not like that's part of the work is just like mentally you have to be like, okay, I have to make sure she doesn't fall off anything, exactly. like, you know, 24, <laughs> right. seven. So like you just want to like veg out. And if you can sort of like say like, okay, I know I need at least at some point to connect, you know, with her or with your loved one right. or whatever your oh, baby in the love. Yeah, yeah. No, no, with your, yeah. With my wife, it, it, it's like. It's so important to it do. Is. Yeah, to check in. It's also important. I'm just giving you advice here. No, but I'm forever. I'll take it. I will, because no, I don't Maybe really... we'll use it on a future season Please. of Big Mouth. Oh too. my God. There's you... something to say about effort, though, too, like putting yes. in an effort and making sure you're there. Right. And yeah. prioritizing your relationship, because I think people think that it should just magically work and that you don't have to right. work on the relationship. Well, because we got married and we're in love, so let's focus on everything else. But it yeah. needs just as much work as. You know what you're going to eat. You know your nutrition and your health. Yeah, care, you've got to be there. You've got to be there, and you've got to show up. Yeah. I feel like yeah, you got to put in the yeah, you got to put in the work. I would come in if you're next season on Big Mouth. You need a sex consultant. Oh yeah, I, I'll talk Babies. to them. Maybe we, I we would could, be upset. We yeah. would love to talk I would to love you. It. I'm but sure. I, what that's not why you're here. What I was going to say though, <laughs> no, what I was going to say is, is that also the other. Oh, this is my other point for yes. people with kids. I find this a lot that they don't. They they although have kids and they're like my kids are ten and we've never had a night away just the two of us. Oh yeah. So if you've relatives or someone who can watch and I know you're like I can't leave the kid when she's one. Right. But having just one night like a hotel room away is makes be big. it makes a huge difference. Yeah. I have not done the hotel room thing and we should. I mean, yeah. we're hopefully going on vacation soon. But I mean, we've gone on like movie dates, but like. Getting away from yeah. the actual house might be good yeah, too, because you big. start to associate. It's like eating in bed almost. It's like you don't want to like have a sandwich in bed because you're like, that's where I sleep. Right. It's just like maybe you don't like. Oh, maybe I'm associating my home with like just home life and work it's and true. you know you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that, hotel would read like more yes. like intimacy. It's true. That's a good and point. And you can mess up someone else's sheets. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And someone else is going to bring you food. Yes. Yeah. And you're just changing the location because one of the big things for people's sex life often is that is mixing things there's variety like oh, we totally. get bored of everything right yeah. you do so just trying one thing different or changing up the location because yeah your bedroom's probably like 
diapers and things and exactly going yeah over laundry a yeah yeah that's yeah. not hot stains so. you exactly. know from like kids eating blueberries exactly <laughs> right the whole thing is a mess right so we're gonna have you go to hotel that's fun we didn't give you a night hotel but that would be fun um, uh, yeah. but you should start saying, putting that in gift I'm sorry where's my car friend. I should Jesus. get a car in the gift bag exactly we had a guy just call in and he said that um, he's like I don't know I bought my wife a really nice car and I told her if I gave this car that she owed me five blowjobs and it's what? been two years and I haven't gotten I mean, so it's joking. a transaction yeah, I'm like, <laughs> love is a transaction exactly I'm like love should not be a transaction yeah. so yeah so that's what I thought so what else are you doing these days so you're writing I'm writing how a lot how is that like do you just do you write at home you go to an office I usually go to a coffee shop I find it oh. extremely hard to I should get like an office or something but I find it really hard to concentrate at home there's just so many distractions and I'm like yeah. there's my baby there's video games there's like my wife I'll just have a conversation because I don't want to work you know like right. exactly no, <laughs> so you gotta I, get I, out I feel like I have to get out yeah. so are you guys working on like season 3 now Big Mouth are you um, I can't wait we uh, I, we are I I uh, I cannot talk about it, but hopefully. But it's happening though. I hope so. Is it as big as we think it is? Like, is everybody freaking out about it? I've it heard it's a very. Uh, it's really super popular yeah and especially among like you know it's hard to tell with netflix because netflix doesn't really release like rating stuff okay but we can tell from like online people speaking online about it and like i know um nick just went to like a show at fsu and the entire like they were like thousands of people in the audience they were all singing like the theme song together it was like crazy um so i feel like yeah i mean people are watching it and we're getting like a lot of great feedback and reviews and stuff which is always i want everyone's kids to watch so who do you relate to in there like which which kid were you more like were you more like uh what is it andrew or or nick um i i mean part of me was like tried to be funny so in a way like nick um but also very much jesse um who i find to be like I mean, he's my favorite character. Jesse. Um, yeah, yeah, Jesse. She's Just so because um, my parents got divorced um, at, a, you know, around her age. Um, and the way she sort of uh, acted out because of it is something that I went through. Right. Um, and. And um, and how she sort of uh, slipped into you know depression and stuff like that and oh. and 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 so that sort of I really really connected with yeah. her character. Yeah, she's you know? such a good character. You're oh, right. thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you handled the depression scene that was also in the final episode. That was right? that was yes. Could that was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we talked about the next day because the, the dep- how you how you had she had the weight of the world exactly depression on right. her as a as a kid and like how that feels like I want to get up but I can't. Yeah, yeah, like, and I how. Alluring it is, yeah. um, and how alluring she makes it about like watching, yeah. you know, a friends marathon and eating like, <laughs> right. you know, ice cream in bed and stuff. And this it, is it, really good. Right? Yeah, it's really good, and oftentimes <laughs> it could be seductive, you know, yeah. um, as opposed to. You know, this, for example, the shame wizard who makes you just feel bad about yourself, like, and, and, or you might not want to come with him or hold his hand on the way there with like the depression kitty. It felt like it's someone you sort of were like is alluring and, and it looks better than it actually is, right. you know. At first, too, you're yeah. like, oh, Ben and Jerry's is great for dinner. I yeah. love it. It makes you feel so good. And then you're like, you can't yeah. get up. And that was the other, it was like the, the divorced parents or the mixed marriages, the adopted child, just all the, you could just relate to all, you guys. I feel like you really covered everything, and it is it is relatable. And I remember like when I was fifteen, 
this is something that my mom, and this kind of pisses me off, but I've had a lot of therapy, so I've, I've told her about this. <laughs> but I was a 15-year-old girl who was like screaming at my mom. I hate it. I hate you. I hate you. Right. Slamming the door. I was really Why did that happen? Were, well. you, were you guys like... My parents were divorced. Okay. Remarried. How did that, did that, was oh, that hard on you? Was please. it like an amicable? Oh my no, God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. My parents, I attended four of my parents' weddings when I was 25. So these got married, oh, divorced, wow. married, divorced. My parents first got divorced when I was nine. I hope you liked like hot dog weenies if you <laughs> went what? to four weddings. Oh, right. They weren't fun weddings. No, they didn't even have hot dogs. I wish that would have been fun. No, but even as a kid though, the first, and then my dad died. There was a lot going on, but mm. I'd say my, I was nine when my parents got divorced. And it was, yeah, it was just tough. And I remember, but I think what happened when I was 15 was more about just hormones. That's right. what I love is that my mom was like, you were such a nightmare when you were 15. I'm thinking, well, you guys got divorced and then you got remarried and I had hormones. And it's hormones. It's like a, Why? It, it's like a storm you? of shit that happens. Exactly. I was an angry kid. Like my dad sort of, you know, uh, left at that point and exactly at that age. And yeah. I was going through like puberty and I was like, I was angry. You know, I didn't know how to... I didn't know how to direct this anger that I had at my father. And I, you know, I was with my mom and sort of took it out on her. So our relationship kind of like was really tough for a while, you know, and it's, yeah. it's hard because if you're not talking about it with someone, you know, it's, it's just, it's really tough. Right. And most yeah. people don't. Most and people don't. Yeah. And I thought this the show Big Mouth. Was Plus your show. parents have your, their own shit that they're going through. Well, right. So like, you know, my mom was, yeah, she was trying to get down with another partner, like her, her my stepdad. She was trying to make that work. Right. So exactly. they can't be available to yeah. you. Yeah. But you don't know that and yeah. you don't know anything that's going on. And you don't know to ask for help either. It's no. like, it, it's 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 a thing, and 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 I think that's something we sort of tried to focus on with Jesse. There is that in order to get out of that sort of depression room that she has to ask her friends um, right, for, for assist. help. Yeah, right. For help. It's just so so well done. I feel like um, we still don't teach emotion the kids how to regulate emotions and yeah. how to share emotions. Like there was a guy we talked to on one of our shows earlier who was saying um, that he actually wanted to be the guy in his group that started talking about emotions with his, his, his guy friends because right. guys don't do it as much yeah no so there's also that there's like societal stuff that's right. just like added upon it it's just like it's really hard to to just be open I yeah know, we yeah. can't we're gonna be sh- yeah so yeah. I, anyway i thought that was really good see now you're gonna be so equipped to teach that sex ed to your daughter too. Uh, yeah yeah now no oh my god i'm learning all the, the time we've hey. had we've also had like people like peggy orenstein come talk to us and Shif- i don't know if you know shafia zaloom do you no, know about her? I know her? Peggy, but not okay. Shafia. She's no. also like a brilliant um, uh, health educator, um, sex ed educator. Um, as she talks about like consent and stuff like that. And, you know, we did an episode um, about consent. And we talk to like young people also all the time about like what they're going through and what it's like to be a teenager now because things have changed with like social media and stuff. And, you know, it's always good to speak to people who are like in the know and exactly. dealing with it. Yeah. No, that's really great that you book. Yeah, Peggy Ornstein, her book, Girl. Girls, but she, right. she was a consultant on it, right? right. Just, that book blew my mind. Yeah. What kids are going through now, like in every it's, age. It's every, so every, it's so much. I'm like, this is so much harder than what I went through too. Right, like, and we thought it was hard, but yes. it's like terrifying. It's terrifying. And the pressure and the sex and the, all, all the things. Yeah. So, thank you for your work. It, it's oh, brilliant. I we, it. we love it. I think everybody. I needs love to, to hear that. It's <laughs> brilliant. Kidding, like it's I'm big kidding. mouth on Netflix. I think you know, take a look if you're a parent, see if you think it's appropriate for your kid, and if you want to laugh too. If you want to la- laugh your ass off, here was the other brilliant thing: is that I thought it was equally great for adults and, and kids you could see I'm like oh that was a joke for me that like, the kids might not get it just right. all of it I'm impressed so <laughs> and if people want to find you do you want to like give out your social and stuff um, you, yeah you wanna- I'm on at Gelozeri on Twitter 
and on Snapchat, and also uh, I, my I didn't there was. At Gillozeri was not available on Instagram, so I'm at Tall Gillozeri. Okay. Which is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So that's good. any of those. Okay, got it. Yeah. And we just did a story on Instagram that I tagged you in it. So if you want to check that out, that's awesome. I have five questions for you. They're my quickie questions. Okay. Ask my guests. I'll try Ready? my best. Yes. Okay. What's your biggest turn on? Uh wow. Uh, people telling me that they're re- <laughs> people who are really into me <laughs> and that is so embarrassing to say I love it no embarrassing my wife is uh, she'll be laughing okay, okay. good well, we're all into her, so okay biggest deal breaker deal breaker like in a relationship yeah or if you met yeah deal breaker in a relationship uh, n- n- dishonesty okay um, sexiest body part to you uh, but okay your go to first date go to first date uh, coffee shop. Uh, sorry, yeah. you're already there working. Sorry, I'm already there working. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ladies, do you like a laptop? Uh. Exactly. Bring your laptop. It'll be a good time. Uh, what would be the top of your sex music playlist? Uh, sex mu. Okay, this is the. What, for, I'm only saying what comes to my mind. This is so fucking embarrassing. This Holy is so shit! Fun. Because I use it in college, and it's Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Oh God! But believe is that the song? Yeah, do you I remember think so. that song? I do. Oh God! Yeah, I love Kill me! Kill me now! <laughs> yeah, I know. I know the era. Are you? you know, a, are you a music person in, I, in, when you have sex? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I am. You are. Okay. Yeah, I listen to. A Can little you give bit me a suggestion of anything that would not embarrass me? <laughs> no, I really. I'm trying to think what we listen to. I like like hip hop. Okay. I really do when I'm having sex. Something like. Something with a beat. Yeah, with a beat. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're running a 5K. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You know why I like it though? What? You know why sex and music is great? Because we all get so, a lot of people get distracted during sex. And if you have music to listen to, you're going to, at least you won't be as obsessive. See, I have a tendency to make things, try to make jokes, which is not a good thing. Wait, during sex? During sex. I'm like, (laughs) I'm trying, I'm like, I have like, I have an issue because of like when I'm nervous or I'm like, I want to like, I I have to like make jokes. That's how I sort of like diffuse right. a situation. In your comedy writer. That's exactly, which is good in some, res- like in some work. areas, but like in other areas, it's like, don't like do it, that. Yeah. yeah. You can be funny all the time, but not, not here. Not here, yeah, exactly. Or in the coffee shop. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I love me. This. I really this. is appreciate so great. It. Yeah. We had, we, and I love so what fun. you guys do, so. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. It's great to see you. Thanks for being here. Gil Oziri, check them out. Gilloziri.com and tallgilloziri on Instagram. Check out Big Mouth on Netflix. You have to, please. Do yourself a favor. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're getting into your calls. You often ask me about new ways to connect with your partner and keep things super hot. Well, I've got the solution that will add adventure to your sex life in all the right ways. The Jive from WeVibe is the perfect way to experience discreet pleasure that you can wear alone or have a partner control. It's an insertable vibe that allows you to feel pleasure wherever and whenever. And when you pair it with the WeConnect app on your phone, you can cycle through the Jive's 10 vibration patterns. Wear it on your date night or running errands. Hey, there's no rules. It's also fun to build custom vibes so you experience different sensations or hand control over to your partner and let them surprise you whether they're across the table or across the country. And because it's from WeVibe, you know this thing is packing the power. To get your jive, visit sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash WeVibe today. You know that I'm all about having a healthy masturbation practice because we all deserve pleasure on the regular. One of the best parts of my job is when you get over whatever's holding you back from trying something new, you listen to my advice and realize how much pleasure and fun sex toys can really be. So let me tell you about Plus One. 
Plus One is a new brand that's committed to making sex toys more accessible. So what do I mean by that? Well, how about a collection of quality toys that sell for $30 or less? I know, I didn't believe it either until I tried them. And trust me, these aren't cheap vibrators that lack quality. You know me better than that. These are rechargeable, multifunction vibrators made from safe silicone. Plus One makes four models, a bullet, a rabbit, a clitoral vibe, and a penis ring. They're covering all the basics. Again, each with a price tag of $30 or less. These are great options, whether it's your first toy or you're just adding it to your collection. Oh, and you know what else blew my mind? You can get them all at Walmart. Yes, Plus One toys are available in tons of Walmart stores all over the country and even online. But you can learn more about them right now by going to sexwithemily.com slash plus one. That's sexwithemily.com slash P-L-U-S-O-N-E. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me in Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM. That's sexwithemily.com slash SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. We've got Jackie, 24 from Boston, and she's seeking some blowjob tips and feels abnormal for lack of sexual experience. Jackie, thanks for calling in. You've come to the right place. Hey. Hey. What's up? Hey. Thanks for having me. Nothing. Of course. Um, so, basically, when I was a freshman in high school, I witnessed, you know, a lot of my guy friends talking about girls they had hooked up with and just kind of making fun of maybe, like, their preferences, something about their bodies, maybe something that was weird that happened while they were having sex. And that made me super insecure. Mm. So I actually avoided like all hookups, sex, all of that um, for a long time. And now I'm 24. I've only had sex with two different people, a total of like three times. Um, up until a few weeks ago, I had never given a blowjob. And, you know, those insecurities are definitely... Um, the reason mm-hmm. why I'm just so, you know, sexually inexperienced. And I wanted to uh, see if you had any advice on how I can kind of get out of my comfort zone and yeah. just have a better sex life. Absolutely. Well, first off, I love that you know that this is because you, know, you can kind of pinpoint it to the people in high school and not wanting to be, you know, that person that they talked about. And so now you're like, yeah. okay, so let's go to it. So, um, Here's the thing, Jackie. First of all, I think we have this notion that everyone, we should be so experienced and we should already know what we're doing. But, you know, you're 24 years old. Like, I don't think that, I think in your head, whatever you're thinking, that everyone's way far ahead of you. They're not. And so I just want you to feel better about, feel good about that. Know that, like, this is the kind of thing, like, you learn on the job. Penises are different. Vulvas are different. So if you kind of just rest into that, knowing that, like, every time you face a penis, it's a new penis. It's a new day. They all want different things. I mean, there are some basic things I can talk to you about blowjobs, but I want you to, I want to work on your anxiety around this first. Just knowing that, like, if you're present, like, the number one tip, my number one tip for a blowjob is being into it and being enthusiastic, like, wanting to be there. 
So just okay. know that like that, and that's just like, I'm into it. I'm licking this. I'm trying, you know, and then asking for, you know, hey, how does this feel? So you're good. You're so, but I am going to give you more tips, but just know that you're starting from a great place. Okay. So, awesome. That makes me feel better. Okay, good. That's what we want to do. So we've got that. And so here's some important tips about a blowjob. You want to make sure that it's wet enough, right? So you have enough like saliva, I think. Lube is great. Like have some lube by the bed, you know, have some lube with you. I love, um, we love Joe's flavored lube. They make some lube that like tastes like watermelon. They have some that tastes like chocolate. It's fun or just regular lube. Okay. Sometimes our mouth isn't wet enough. So just so you have it nearby, you want it to be wet. And just remember this too. A lot of people are like, oh, my mouth hurts, my jaw, your hand, your hand. For so many blowjobs, your hand is like your best friend. Like it's really not just about like your mouth going all the way down, like deep throat, the whole thing you see in porn. It's really about, so the first thing is you want to make sure it's wet enough. The second thing is that you want to make sure that there's enough friction. And and so you want like your, you know, we could start with your hand, like going up and down and along the shaft and just, you know, and putting your mouth over the tip. The tip is like the, for a lot of guys, the most sensitive part of the penis and also the frenulum, which is the, um, so the peanut, the frenulum is, is the spot where, and a lot of guys don't even know this, so I'm letting you in on something that they don't even know this, that the, where the tip meets the shaft on the other, underside of the penis, right? So there's this little spot on the, right on the shaft as it attaches. So it's the underside and it's just like, it's kind of like how women have like a G spot, but for men, it's like this really sensitive spot. So when you're like licking mm-hmm. his penis, you can kind of focus on that area and move your tongue around. So really you want to make sure it's wet. You've got some friction with your hands. You're going up and down and you're like, you know, sucking on the tip, taking your mouth around, using, you know, licking it like it's the most delicious ice cream cone you've ever had and you're into it. Not like a fake into it, but if you have to fake it at first, fine. And then ask for feedback. Be like, how is this? And I think it's really hot if you're vulnerable with a guy and you're like, I don't have a lot of experiences, but I want to give you the best blowjob ever. Oh, I really want to turn you on. Tell me what feels good. And you're into it. You've already like, you're light years ahead of some woman who's pretending that she knows everything when you don't. So ask him, do you like your balls played with? How does this feel? I think it's okay because believe me, guys would rather have a, a good connection and get what they want as well so that you could learn along right. the way. But but no apologies, no I'm sorry's, no I don't know, more like this is new, I'm excited, let's do this, tell me what feels good. Oh, No teeth okay. too. I like that approach <laughs> Yeah. So. That's, yeah, that makes it less scary yeah good that's what i want for you because it's really not scary it's a it's just a new thing you're going to get into it you're going to learn to love it yeah. or like it and you're going to be great so awesome. and the, also you probably know the teeth thing that was the first thing i learned <laughs> they're like no teeth so you kind of just want to make sure that your like oh. mouth is going over your teeth yeah you probably yeah. know that that's like bj lore <laughs> no <boring>. teeth <laughs> okay you got this girl thank you so much for calling sex with emily awesome. Okay, bye, Jackie. (laughs) You're so welcome. You guys, let's talk about sexual, I'm putting this in air quotes, inexperience. I think we all worry like, oh, I'm not experienced and I should know so much more. And I just think, can we all just get rid of that? You should be coming from some other place and you should know so much more. Every time you're with a new partner, it's a new experience to connect with that person. And if you're in the moment, you're present and you're paying attention to that person, their reactions, what they're into, you're asking questions, then then that's going to be the best kind of sex you can have with that person in that moment, paying attention, being part, not tripping in your head about what you don't know. Okay. So love this call. Thank you for calling. Okay. We have John. He's 44 from Virginia and he has a penis injury and it's affecting penetration with his wife. I'm sorry um, about your injury. I had a, I had a, a groin injury. It's probably been about eight years ago now. Okay. And 
slowly over time, it affected the size of my penis. Um, I've been to a couple doctors, and I don't know. It's been a while since I've been, but it's scar tissue and stuff like that. Um, the problem is I, I really wasn't that large to begin with. I was only like three and a half. I've been married now 17 years, and really wasn't an issue. You know, wasn't that important to her. But with the injury and whatever happened from that, and uh, by the way, I'm six foot one, 215 pounds. I'm not overweight at all. Okay. Uh, that now a erect penis is two and a quarter for me. Okay. And it's inverted when I'm, you know, soft. And uh, it's, it's not only a problem for my wife, but it's also a problem for me because it's just difficult to have sex like yeah. that. I mean, we just end up sliding on each other and... My wife and I have talked, and she loves me. We have a good relationship, but she even said, size really isn't an issue until it's an issue, which is now. Okay. And I can I can tell that it's, uh, you know, it's I can a- tell that it's affected her. She's honest, you know, and she loves me. Right, of course. But, you know. Um, is it more about the size or because it sounds like there's two things going on you, you were thinking that the size might be an issue but it sounds like it's more that it's painful for you as well and so you uh, can't really you know get well, into it, it, as well. it it's not because uh, um, I don't know how to explain it but it's just not enough to, to, I get to it. work with. It's, okay, it's, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So you can't do uh, the... I've got by no means. I understand. So, so it's not even... Be, right. It's it's smaller now yeah, and I it's, mean, it can't really... I can't get on top. Uh, there's a visionary, you know, with her legs all the way back. But, uh, I mean, she says, you know, when she's really turned on, that she can't even tell if I'm in or not. And mm, okay. the, the truth is, I can't either. So I, I'm having a problem orgasm because... You know, it won't stay in. It's just, you know what I mean? It's not enough to work with. And I uh, talked to one specialist years back, but he just said the risk versus reward was just not worth it. There's nothing great out there for men. Like, you can't do any kind of penis enhancement in that way. Or, like, so, okay, so let's talk about what we can do here because, you know, I know that we think of sex as this, you know, penis, vagina sex and intercourse should just be one way. But what I think is you guys have a great opportunity here to actually really work on expanding your what your sexual repertoire is. So, you know, I feel like for so many women, like size isn't that big of an issue. It's more about getting pleasure. And it's not even that, you know, most women can't even orgasm with, you know, large, pe- any size penis. They don't orgasm right. that way. So have you guys done, you know, played with foreplay, oral sex? Have you used toys? I mean, you could use a toy on her. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And I, I think that's what's brought it to a head now is, you know, like I said, this has been six years of this. Uh, and we've gotten the hollow strap on, you know, uh-huh. uh, that just kind of goes over you. And I I think it's just, I mean, for me, it's it, it not the same, but even for her, it's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's awesome to put up the toys and use the hollow feel of it. Like, she will say, you know, I just want the real thing. You know, I want right, real no, I understand. Too. Right, and no, it, yeah. And um, usually... Uh, I mean, most of the time, 
at this point, it, we I read to our guys a, a rubbing on her because it just won't. I mean, I'll, I'll explain it. But no, I get it. I totally get it's it. It's not I, enough to, to deal with. And, right, uh, right. I, and, you yeah. know, it's a couple of embarrassing days. I, I did happen to see, you know, a text where she had confided in a friend, you know, just here in the past couple of months, um, you know, about the issue and, uh, you know. Right. Wasn't good on the other end. I Have mean, you guys, you know, yeah. I mean, I expect uh, that, but. Right. You heard her, yeah, you read a text that she'd read to her friend, that she'd sent to her friend about this issue. So have you guys talked right. about this, like, outside the bedroom? Have you guys really had this conversation where we're like, okay, like, this is the situation, we love each other, we're staying together, like, what else could we do to kind of in- enhance this? Because I'm thinking, like, you guys could take, like, a tantric class, like, you guys could do sensual massage, you could get toys that work for you as well, like, I care about your right. penis right now. Like, I want you to get, like, a fleshlight or the the hot octopus pulse is a great, like, that is is a great toy that could feel amazing to you. You could use something right. like the WeVibe Sync, which is a wearable toy that, that is an insertion toy. So if you like the rubbing against her, then this toy right. would feel great for both of you. So I think... I think rather than focusing on like what can't happen now, that thank God we're 2018. I mean, there are so many ways you guys can please each other. And to be honest, right. for most people who are, aren't having challenges around this, they're pretty bored with their sex life as well when they've been together for 15, 20 right. years. So what I'm saying oh, is yeah. we can I, I turn this that. around. I know you know, and I'm sorry, you know, because this is, no, this I, is challenging. I'm not, don't even hardly, you know, they talk about what's the Exactly. Uh, you know, so I, you know, I realize you get it. after 17 years. But, yeah. Okay, so um, what I, I think just, yeah, kind of reframe this and be like, babe, you know, maybe you guys have a night out, a date night, and you're talking and you're like, let's just go to a sex toy store near you. Go online. Like, figure out some other fun things that you guys could do together, like fantasy list, right. uh, playing with different sensations, things that you've never tried that might be totally outside of what you thought. Because I think you can bring back some really cool, hot sex that you never dreamed of before. Right. Now, what about, like, uh, uh, yeah, I've really, surprisingly, never really been all that self-conscious. I'm the kind of person that I have what I have, I am who I am. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's kind of weighed on me, and I really haven't talked to anybody because, you know, did you really want to go to your local town, your local doctor, your local therapist? And yeah, talk you actually about, do. But, but with the, John, uh, you actually with the, do. <laughs> I think you should, John, to be honest. I don't know what your injury was about. It was six years ago. I really think that, that this actually might be really great for you to have therapy. Because guys right. do not want to talk about their penises with anybody. So first, I want to tell you that I'm honored and thank you so much for calling me and for trusting me. Because okay, I think this is a really big first step. And I'm and I feel for you. Like this is not an easy situation. It's your penis. Like for God, you know, I get it. And so I think right. getting into it, like if you could find a sex therapist near you, that would be amazing. Or somebody, you know, it's okay to look around and find someone you feel comfortable with. Preferably a man would be great. And I think that, you know, or a woman, I'm open. But I feel like you do actually need to talk to someone and get some more information. So I think there's right. a lot there's a yeah, lot more here than your wife's exactly pleasure. How she feels. Yeah. Maybe I you guys could go to co- that it's kind of a turn off where it's inverted. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like, nothing there. It, I mean, she's even admitted it. I know she loves me, but it does. No, right. I think you guys can get past this because she's being honest, you're being honest about it, and I think a couple's therapy session or individual couples, anything, I think you need it. It'll be great for you, John, okay? 
I would love that for you guys. I really, that's, that's the next step here because you're trying everything. You guys love each other. You want to make it work. I wouldn't get tripped up on what you read and what she saw. She loves you. And I think you guys need to try something different. Okay, John. So look at your insurance plan. Get, go see someone and you're going to be so happy that you did. Talk about your penis. Talk about your situation. Okay. Okay. Thanks, John. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks for calling. Oh, John, John, John. Okay, you guys, here's the thing. A lot of guys do not, I mean, John's situation is different than a lot of guys, but I feel like if you're at your doctor and you're going for a checkup or there is something wrong, he just said it. Well, no one wants to talk about their penis. Exactly. And that's exactly why you need to. And women need to go to their doctors and talk to them about any kind of pain or any challenges you're having around sex. I think it's so important, you guys. I mean, I love that you're calling me, but if you're having any pain or suffering, talk to your doctor. So thank you, John, for that call. Okay, we're talking to Nicole. She's 24 in Mexico, and she wants to know how to make FaceTime calls more sexy when you're in a long-distance relationship. Hey, Nicole. Hello. Hello. Well, I got to tell you, there's good news right now because there's been several studies that have come out that have said it's the best time to be in a long-distance relationship, that they actually work out more frequently than we think. And with today's technology, there's a lot more success. So I just want to tell you that, you know, the odds are in your favor here. (laughs) Before we get started. (laughs) Okay, cool. So tell me what's going on. Tell me your question. Okay, so um, I've been in in a relationship with this guy for, we're going on close to six months. Um, we haven't met in person yet. We're going to in December, but, um, every time we are on FaceTime and things get a little steamy or sexual, um, I feel like everything is focused on me, which I'm like, okay, I, I really appreciate that you're trying to get me off, but like, I want him to have fun too. And I am not so good at, you know, getting that started and I don't know how to approach the topic of hey I feel like you're not really participating like you should okay yeah no I understand but let me back up for a second so you have never met him in real life yet not yet okay so it's all been FaceTime calls mostly yes okay how did you guys meet we met off of social media. Like okay. we ended up following each other through weird circumstance and then started talking. Okay. Well, I see. I think what might be really good is that what might be cool for you guys before you actually meet him to really get to know each other and kind of and build intimacy without the sex stuff right now. So you could have like a FaceTime date where you both like you're having dinner, eat, you're having a glass of wine. So it's like you're actually like having a real date, but you're sitting, you know, you're staring into your computer screens at each other, your phone. And then you could have some conversations where you're really, um, you know, learning things about each other and you could like play a game. Like there's some, um, some really fun sex games or there's some questions you could ask, like, like, you know, never have I ever, there was this, I wanted to find this article that just came out about like questions that you could ask your partner that could really, lead to more and not just like how was your day because I'm sure you guys cover that stuff but ways that you guys could you could kind of get more information and learn and connect in an intimate level like the emotional intimacy before the sex to find out more about each other because there's been a lot of build up here it seems and I would just love to sprinkle in some more of emotional connection and then that might make it a lot easier for you to to kind of may want to to give back so that's just my suggestion. But I can answer your question as well. So I understand also that you've never, does that make sense to you or is that something that you're interested in? Oh, yeah, it does. It totally does. Okay. So so right now you're saying like, how do I get him to like, what do you, what would you like him to do? Like, what would you like the result to be? 
you want him to get naked? You want to tell him what to do? Um, I mean, I feel like I'm not good at dirty talk. Right. Okay. So, like, ideally, I would like to get better at that and like get him more involved and like see more of him. Right. Right. Like get naked. Like drop your pants. Yeah. Um, okay. And he's doing that with you right now. So he's like, hey, like you're hot. You know, I can't wait to touch you. Take your pants off. Like, is that, is that how it's going down right now? When you talk to him? Pretty much. Okay. And so you, I mean, because dirty talk is challenging for a lot of people, right? And then you don't met him yet and you're staring into his eyes. So you don't even like, you can't even bury your <laughs> your, your head in his chest during sex. You're like looking at him on the screen. So that's, you know, that is another edge. So, I mean, here's the thing about dirty talk. Dirty talk 101, because it's a comfort for a lot of people. And it's the kind of thing where you could watch porn, you could read erotica, but you really have to find your own voice with dirty talk. But the good news is my best advice for dirty talk is either you describe something that has happened in the past is that you would like to happen in the future or something that you want to happen in the moment. So I think just saying like, I'd be so hot. You know, you're so hot. I love looking at your abs or whatever he's showing you, like take your pants off. You know, I'd love to see, you know, your cock or whatever you feel comfortable saying, like whatever is actually true for you, you know, and then. But I don't know, like on FaceTime, you haven't met him yet and the escalation of that. I think it's just, it might be awkward. Just know that it might be, it's not going to feel great. Like, I don't think you're going to do it the first time and be like, I'm a natural, the first sentence that comes out of your mouth. But it's about developing it on your own. You could also try in the shower and be like, you've talked to him enough. You could be like, okay, I know how this goes down. He's sitting in his room. I can see him from the waist up. And then you could just think about what would I want to say to him in the moment? Like, what are you feeling, you know, that you'd like to see? And then put words around that. And with dirty talk, another thing is, Talk a little slower, you know, a little bit of a deeper voice, but not like a, hey, baby. But, you know, your own deeper, slower voice. And then just okay, see how he reacts to that. But I don't want you to do it just because you think that he wants. I mean, if you really want to do it for him and you want to see him naked, that's awesome. But you said you want to give back to him. So make sure that it's something that you actually, you want for yourself. And that's just because you think that that's what he wants. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. You're so welcome, Nicole. Good luck with this. And I hope it all works out when you guys meet each other in person. All right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for calling Sex with Emily. So when I first heard this, I thought, oh, God, you guys haven't met yet. Because I've, here's my thing. If you meet someone online or wherever, a lot of people just have this, you know, they get into these whole relationships and we idealize people and we assume that we create whole relationships. We've never met someone in person. We haven't like touch them and smell them and we don't know about the pheromones and all those things so meet someone as soon as possible before you stretch out the relationship so that's what I wanted for Nicole here but kind of get the emotional intimacy and the physical intimacy and uh, yeah that's what I think Nicole let us know how it goes we have Lydia she's 28 from Seattle and she feels a lack of sexual connection with her partner not getting a lot of oral and there's a lot going on here hey Lydia thanks for calling in Hi, thank you so much, Emily, for talking with me today. Of course. Tell me what's going on. All right. So my boyfriend and I are very in love and couldn't be in a more compassionate and playful relationship. We're both very open and honest with one another. Nothing is too taboo to discuss, especially sex. But unfortunately, the sexual aspect of our relationship has gone pretty stale. And the reason is pretty delicate. And the soul-crushing phrase, is it in, kind of comes to mind. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. 
His it, penis is definitely on the smaller side, but I'm not trying to stir up whether or not size matters because <laughs> I've always been a believer in it's not how deep you fish, it's how you wiggle your worm. Ex- yes, <laughs> I haven't heard that one. I've always heard not the size of the ship, it's the motion of the ocean, but okay, I got you. All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's a great one. Okay. Yeah, and although we have a whole like drawer full of sex toys and things to spice sex up, even our foreplay has kind of become robotic. Mm. I find I'm only getting myself off with vibrators, and we've been together for almost two years, and he's never given me an orally stimulated orgasm, and he goes down on me and vice versa, but it's been almost two years of me coaching him and guiding him and never really achieving the goal, and um, I've always been more than happy to give pleasure, but part of the fun lies in your partner giving you, you know, mind-blowing orgasms, but when I'm only giving them to myself, it's like, Part of the fun is gone. And Absolutely. No, I totally fight. get yeah. it. Um, so yeah. I'm wondering, okay, so so wait, I'm trying to understand. First of all, you're saying it's the size of the penis we don't really think is the issue. It's more about you really want some more oral satisfaction. I think just him giving me orgasms, period, would be super Got it. Odd. You're like, I'm not picky here. <laughs> However I got the orgasm, I want it. So yeah. you, you said you've tried to explain to him, though, right? You've, you've explained how you want oral, or you've talked about it, right? Like how yeah. you'd like him to go down yeah. there. Yeah, you know, I'll go into depth and be very thorough and explain what my needs are and what feels good and what doesn't. And Have I've you guys tried to... How about, the, how about mutual masturbation? Yeah, we've done that before um, plenty of times. <laughs> okay. Have you had have you had orgasms through oral sex before with previous partners? Oh yeah. Wow, okay, so it's been two years. What do you think it is? Um I that's a good question. Um I've asked and I think oftentimes when I ask, he kinda gets kind of self conscious and he gets down on himself and he thinks he lacks the ability, even though I totally think he can do it. Right. He can. You can um, do it. You can do it. So okay. Yeah, so, yeah. I think super I can encouraging. Okay. I'm just wondering like is this the, so okay, are you guys talking about this outside the bedroom or are you just are you giving him detail are you giving him instructions in the moment? Yeah, more so in the moment. Yeah, so it might be that he's kind of in the moment going, oh, you know, he can't really settle into it because he's waiting for the next marching orders, right? Like, to the left, to the left, (laughs) to the right. So I think we might have to, like, kind of slow this whole thing down with him, and maybe it's, like, the the way that you talk about it. Because it sounds like, you know, he really, he wants to please you, and you guys are in a very loving relationship. So Mm -hmm. I think just kind of... um, mixing it up and maybe talking about it like outside of it when you guys are like you know let's like just talk about this oral thing baby you know you tur- i i super attracted to you and let's just try to you know talk about this together you could even do your own um you could even masturbate well he's just watching so it's not even like a mutual situation he's just like yeah. really watching what you do um but also yeah. just talking and saying like well how would he best like to learn like asking him a little bit more questions because clearly it's not working in the moment and you could tell him like i have the utmost confidence in you i know it's gonna happen maybe it's the way i'm explaining it mm-hmm. and you guys could kind of like yeah take it outside of the bedroom and then um you know talk about it and explain like your your pleasure and how you like so what do you, because I'm just trying to understand what you think, if other people have done that before, is it, does it feel yeah. to you in the moment that he's nervous and you're like, move your tongue this way and it, you're like left and he's going right? I, he, I definitely sense he's nervous, like in the moment when I do that, but before I do that, no. <laughs> okay. So I think it's more about 
maybe we take this off the table for a little bit. I don't know how long this has been. I know you're like, it's already been off the table, but maybe there has to be some more connecting in other ways. Like maybe you also, besides the oral, some some intimate connections where you guys are like just, you know, um, a sensual massage and you're like connecting in, in those kind of ways. And then yeah. he can kind of feel and like he's giving you pleasure in other ways and then going into right. the, the oral. It's funny that because... Um, I'm actually a massage therapist. Oh, I love <laughs> so it. Okay. I don't. I don't want to use the word desensitized, but um, <laughs> so you don't want a massage. Good. I'm just trying to think of what would be something. Oh my god, that's so funny. What would, I really want to? I should just marry a masseuse. It's my favorite thing ever. Getting a massage, but I think that it's more about like him. You know, if you're touching yourself, and then like he can kind of like you're getting yourself turned on, and it's not about him. So then he's let him know that right. it's cool. You love him like in a casual like let's just try it again but I don't want you to be stressed out babe I wait my whole life for you to for us to figure this out to take the pressure off of him and then he's kind of watching how you touch yourself so either using a toy or your fingers and then he's kind of Mm -hmm. following along you know so yeah because I'm not sure it might be in that moment thing you're right like I get nervous in the moment if someone's trying to teach me something you know so use a toy Mm -hmm. it's too it's just my thing I think oh no am I going to do this right you know so it's like I think it's the way we all learn differently so maybe he's visual without the pressure of it having happened because you're pleasing yourself in that moment and he's watching and he could ask questions. You guys can make it fun. He could use a toy, you know, he could use a toy on you. You yeah. could use a toy and then you go down on him after rather than it being mutual. Right. Yeah. I think. Okay. How about that? How about you try some of that? That, that sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. Lots of lube. I mean, you know, yeah. So that's right. That's what I suggest. I think that a lot of times we just keep you're saying it the same way and you're explaining it the same way to him, but just kind of switching the way you communicate might be the thing that works. Right. So let me know how it goes. Excellent. Okay, well, thank you very much, Emily. Thank you so much, Lydia, for calling. I appreciate it. Okay, you guys. So, you know, this is a really good point. I love this call because think about it. We often think that we've told our partner so many times and they're just not hearing us. Even just the art of the communication and saying something different or at different times. Some people are visual learners. Some people need to hear things 10 times. So just kind of, you know, rather than saying I'm beating him over head with it, think of how you can change the way you're delivering the message and then there'll be more orgasms for all. We have Chad, he's 30 in Utah, and he wants to know how to bring up sex in a positive way. Hey, Chad, thanks for calling. Hey, thank you for taking me. Of course, I am here for you. Tell me what's going on. Yeah, so uh, I actually have a really great uh, relationship with my wife talking about sex. It's actually been really fun and kind of led me to your guys' podcast and great. and conversations just with her. But uh, as as I've listened to you guys, I actually want to have more of these conversations outside of, you know, just my wife, you know, with maybe friends or, or other couples. And so I wondered if, you know, had any experience and advice on, you know, how to get that with other people. I love this question. I've heard you say that guys don't talk about it enough to each other either. So they don't, they don't. God, Chad, this is like a dream question because this is going to set an example for so many people because we don't talk about it enough. And, you know, I always say like, be that friend that brings it up. So now you're saying, how do I bring it up? So do you picture yourself like hanging out with your guy friends? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Even there, like, you know, like, cause I think in past experience guys, you know, especially at a late high school, early college age, it's more about you know, the score or yeah, exactly. you know, who, who, who I was with or I saw her 
nude picture. Yeah, exactly. You know, like that, but or it's not, I banged not her, I didn't bang her. Experience. I want to bang her friend. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. So, okay, Chad, this is great. So I think when you're talking to your guy friends, you could just, you know, just say to them, like, I, you could even blame it on me. My wife and I, we would listen to this podcast and I realized, like, I, I talked to my wife, but I'd love to hear, like, let's... Let's talk about your sex life or how often do you have sex or what's your sex life? This is what we've been doing and it's helped us so much. How about this? I've been with my wife and you know, we actually talk about sex in this way that's actually really helped us. And I'm wondering, do you and your wife talk about sex? So actually you can start the talk about sex asking them if they talk about sex with their with their partners. And then from there, you'd be like, yeah, well, what kind of things you talk about? And you could even share. So that's how it starts and seeing if they're comfortable with that. Just saying, do you guys talk about it? And then, then, then your friend might just say, yeah, we do. Let them know. I think being authentic and being honest here and saying, you know what? I realize that it's really helped my wife and I, but I don't really talk to my friends about it. Would you, let's, would you feel comfortable talking about it? Like about your experiences or, you know, what kind of information would you like to, to, to find out, Chad? Like how do you see the conversation going down? Oh, like I mean, I'm mean, interested in what you guys are talking about, you know, with like masturbation habits. And, right. And even what, their, what they do to their spouse that, or that they wouldn't wish they wish their spouse would be into, or if they've talked about those type of things yeah. with their spouse, or things that are off limits in the bedroom, or yeah, you know, I the think, kinks and the fetishes that I hear you guys talk about. Exactly, all the time. I I think that's great. I mean, I think you know not everyone's going to be down with it, but I've found in my experience that most people are when they hear what I do for a living. They're like, oh my god, we don't talk about it enough. So I think you're going to have a lot of luck in this department, and you just want to start off like, so what's your kink? But just like, hey, I got to ask you something. I know we've never talked about this before, but I'm asking for a reason. I have found that talking about sex with my wife has really changed the landscape of our relationship, and I want to know, do you have experience with that? I think it'd be, you know, I always wonder, like, what do other people talk about? And then you're going to see if they open up. And I think it'll just become a natural conversation. And what I love about this is that I think it actually really enhanced the intimacy you have with your guy friends. You know, I think that guys should talk about this more. So I love it. How does that sound? I like it. Yeah. That sounds great. Good. And just, you know, keep asking questions, see if they're comfortable, might take them a second. And also, you could also let them know, like, I, you know, dude, I'm not asking for, you know, I'm safe. You know, I'm not going to be talking to anyone else about this. I just think that, you know. I'm not going to be sharing it. I mean, hopefully you make that pack. Like a lot of my friends talk to me about their their wife, their husbands or their wives. And I, you know, I don't share it. It's a safe place. So you can let them know. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm really just, this isn't about gossip. I just, I actually think we could learn from each other. And I think that that would just be an incredibly brave, authentic moment and could change your relationship. So, yeah. I like it. Thank you. Okay. I like it too, Chad. Let me know how it goes. I love okay, that. Okay. No okay. problem. Thanks, Chad. Have a great day. Thanks for calling yeah. Sex with Emily. I love this. I love when people listen to the show and then they call and they're like, I want to try that thing that you suggested, you guys. I think that we all learn from each other. And so to have a man calling up and saying, I really would love to hear what's going on in my friend's sex life, not for titillation, but just to learn is amazing. So that made my day. Thank you, Chad. Okay, guys, hope you enjoyed this show. Thanks to my amazing team, Ken, Sarah, producer, Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. So let me tell you about my first time buying a sex toy. I was 22 years old living in San Francisco and I walked into a local shop called Good Vibrations. It really blew my mind. I mean, I pictured sex toy stores to be these dark, dingy places 
but it was so open and well lit. It was like an Apple store for vibrators. So I walk in and one of the workers approached me and she immediately put me at ease. She was like, hi, so let's talk about your orgasms. You would think a stranger asking that would make you nervous, but she immediately made me feel so comfortable and helped me figure out what would be best for me. Thank you, Pocket Rocket. At the time, I wasn't even aware that my life would also become devoted to helping people with orgasms and sex, or that I'd be fortunate enough to work with Good Vibrations later down the line. This is why I am so excited to have you guys get to know them as well, if you don't already. I mean, they do run some of the best and most respected adult boutiques in the country. And now with their online store, you get to have that same shopping experience and expertise without ever leaving your house. Seriously, guys, they just know quality. I mean, if they have it in their store, I trust it. And if they don't, I have to question it a bit more. It's not just me that feels this way. I can't stress enough the standard they set in the industry. And I'm even more excited because now Good Vibrations runs the Shop with Emily page on my website. So be on the lookout for some great sex toys and sexy announcements. To see everything Good Vibrations has to offer, just go to sexwithemily.com slash goodvibrations. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash G-O-O-D-V-I-B-R-A-T-I-O-N-S.